do 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 Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. This comes to us from Jordan Maywood. Next up, we have Jordan. He's going to tell a joke. We got an answer for Jordan Maywood. Yes, Wood May. Hello, this is Penn Gillette. The possibility exists that if I were to actually listen to the Liberal Cube podcast featuring host Jordan Maywood, I could potentially enjoy it. Eh, I'll ring an endorsement, I guess. Potentially enjoy this episode, which will start after the other half of my magical comedy duo, Teller, gives us a countdown. Take it away, Teller. Hello, welcome to the Liberal Cube. My name is Jordan Maywood, and I am the lackadaisical Liberal Cubicleist. This show is like a journey into my brain, specifically my mind, I suppose you would say. My thoughts, my feelings, my other words. Hmm. Why? Why would you listen to this? You're an insane person, and I love you. Basically, what happens is. I consume a lot, a lot of food, Mm, yes, but also media. I watch a lot of movies, I watch a lot of TV, I read a lot of books, I play a lot of games, I explore the internets. So, what I do is take those uh, explorations, let's use that term again, and uh, rather than just let them sit in the dusty attic of my brain, I will bring them back and uh, uh, spew them forth so that they get out of there and make room for new media in a never-ending cycle. Like the never-ending story, but a cycle, if you will, and I hope you will. Oh, God. I'm a little hungover, I'm going to admit. Uh, And that took a lot out of me, so end of episode. Okay, uh, basically I'm going to push a button. That'll start a series of five, five-minute timers. Oh, uh, I feel like I've been somewhat lackadaisical hmm. lately at saying uh, possibility of spoilers does exist. So, you know, just be uh, just be aware of that uh, as a general thing. Okay? Uh, you know what? One more. Uh, I'll, I'll just throw it at the top here. Uh, part and parcel of the hungoverness uh just so happened to coincide with the fact that i didn't finish uh the 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 book in the series that i'm reading uh orion by mr ben bova i thought i did or i i just not, not even i thought i did i didn't realize that i had it in the book banter section however uh, having not finished it uh, i can't really talk about it yet so um this will be a slightly shorter than normal episode other than the fact that this is one of the longest uh, 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 pre-show preambles I've ever done ever, period. Well, maybe not ever. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to review some things. Monologue. Today's movie monologue sponsor is Plinko. Thank you for that sponsorship. Okay, uh, movie the first is titled The Endless from 2017. As kids, they escaped a UFO death cult. Now, two adult brothers seek answers after an old videotape surfaces and brings them back to where they began. Interesting. Very interesting. 
Uh, yeah, uh, you know what it was? Uh, I have, uh, and you know what, this will be in next episode, so it was, maybe it's a bit of a tease. I have been watching Game of Thrones. Yes, I did it. <laughs> uh, from my perspective, the final episode aired uh, last night, actually. A little behind-the-scenes action there for you. Uh, so, the reason I bring that up is, A, to tease next episode, we'll have our uh, Game of Thrones talk. Um, because I should... My plan is to finish watching it, and then uh, that'll be in the next episode. I'm going to start Season 7 today. Anyways, um, I've been watching so much fantasy, like, really, really powering through this Game of Thrones. Like, watching the entire series in a matter of weeks, basically. So because of all that fantasy, I wanted to offset it with a little sci-fi. Now, I will admit this is a little less sci-fi than I thought it was going to be. It doesn't so much get into the aliens and such. Uh, It's more uh, what I would describe a time sci-fi. You get, you know, like your loopers and your your things dealing with time. However, what's happening here is in this sort of remote uh, valley region of, I think it's California? Could be wrong. Doesn't matter. Uh, sort of dry, desertous area. Maybe it was Arizona. Again, doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. And I bring it up twice. Oh, God. Um, there's, like, uh, different pockets of time, meaning uh, time keeps resetting uh, in different intervals. So, say you would have one pocket uh, where most of the action takes place that resets every couple of weeks i think it was that's sort of the feeling uh then there's one that maybe resets every couple of days uh and a couple an hour there's one poor bastard who's like resetting every couple of seconds uh poor poor guy uh that guy was from like uh like the 1800s somehow some way so so kind of interesting anyways it all has to do with time uh, and why is this happening, and is it a quote-unquote religious thing, is, is this an alien thing, do we ever find out thing, hmm, uh, okay, so rating-wise, uh, I'd go a solid four plus, uh, I was really in the mood for a movie of this ilk, I love time stuff, uh, you'll know whenever I watch anything, uh, like a, like a Star Trek, uh, some of the time episodes are my favorite, in fact, what I was thinking of this episode, it reminded me a lot of, uh, there was an episode of Voyager where, uh, Chakotay was, like, uh, jumping around the ship, uh, in, in, in different parts of the ship were existing in different times throughout Voyager's, uh, uh journey sort of thing, so that, that kind of a little bit, a little teens bit reminded me of that. Okay, uh, moving on to Perfect Bid, colon, the contestant who knew too much. Uh, I almost feel like I saw one of the uh, Price is Right episodes in this movie, like IRL, because uh, back in the day, in high school, uh, during lunchtime, we would watch the shit out of some Price is Right. There may have been pot involved. I'm not saying there was, I'm not saying there wasn't, but there was. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with the perfect bid or thereabouts, uh, when you're in the showcase showdown of the Price is Right, hey, uh, I'm assuming you know what Price is Right is. I- I'm making that assumption. What you may not know of the Price is Right is uh, at the showcase showdown at the end, uh, if you are within $100 of, uh, of the right price, guessing the right price, you win both showcases. Uh, I know I have seen it. 
uh, happen IRL like uh, the, the fact that this movie is about uh, one of those times uh, makes and it's so rare that it does happen uh, makes me think that uh, uh, the one that I saw was the one from this movie anyways uh, basically this is a documentary about a dude who sort of learns the ins and outs of the prices right so much that he could uh, predict prices so accurately that he would always win or uh, because it's got an interesting thing, The Price is Right, where you could yell from the crowd your ideas. The fact that he would be in the crowd uh, uh, helping people to win was just part of the show. Uh, I kind of feel like they would say, like, don't do that. <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, since all the events of this movie take, take, uh, took place, they've, uh, they've sort of uh, changed the way the show is done a bit. So there'll be, like, more rotating... Uh, prices and and um, it, it just can't be done like it used to with this with this guy with his like excel docs and and super smart brain smart brain interesting brain let's say uh okay so for the for that movie i'll go uh, another solid four if you have any interest in uh, that subject although this is a documentary where it's more of the the human story I, i'd almost say than the uh some sadness too with the bob barker since he's obviously passed away uh so yeah, it was solid four, solid four. Uh, uh, last but not least, the silence. Ah, uh, I, I feel like with uh, the the popularity of Bird Box, they wanted to make a movie where instead of not looking, you have to be very very quiet. Um, the interesting, sort of dumb thing, uh, and let me just give my rating out now. Uh, three to four. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. it. Was it was great for what it was, uh, but but the sort of dumb thing is. Uh, the, the girl who is the, the, the main lead, I guess you would say, Kier, oh man, how do you sell that? Kiernan Shipka, who you may remember as the daughter from Mad Men, if I do recall, uh, she plays a deaf character. Now, on the one hand, you gotta think, okay, in a world without sound, or where everyone has to be quiet, the deaf person is going to have a distinct advantage. Okay, one advantage right off the bat that I will admit they have is sign language. Okay, so that's true. But uh, a deaf person, uh, and maybe I'm presuming too much, can't tell if they are making sound. Whereas, uh, and, and if you make sound, these things, bat-like things, kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of, uh, alien bat-looking deals uh, uh, will kill you. Yeah, the, they apparently hunt by anything that makes sound, which uh, and sound alone because they were underground. Whatever, it doesn't matter. So if you're deaf, and say uh, your phone uh, starts ringing and you don't have it on vibrate, well, first of all, I, I suppose if you're deaf, your phone is on vibrate. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's another assumption I'm making. Uh, so you don't know what's going off. So then these things kill you. Or uh, if your backpack in, inadvertently, you're walking through a crowded supermarket and your backpack uh, brushes something and knocks it to the ground, like say a display full of beans. Well, uh, you're not going to know that you knocked it over uh, unless I suppose you felt the vibrations of the beans, the bean vibrations, if you will. Ooh, the bean vibrations might be the title of this episode. I like it.
Television Talk. Today's Television Talk sponsor is the four R's. Reduce, reuse, recycle, and ruination because we're fucked. Thank you for that sponsorship. Okay, we're talking Our Planets. Featuring none other than Sir David Attenborough. Yes, a Netflix-created nature documentary. Uh, very much in the in the vein of uh, other Attenborough docs. Uh, done incredibly well, beautiful. Uh, i got to say that uh, the, my sort of default for watching these is... Uh, the Mrs. Will, uh, she has a sort of standing appointment on Sundays. Uh, um, so she'll go to that. I'll smoke a little of the old devil's lettuce. Uh, uh, then I'll have a nice shower. Uh, and, and then I'll come down and I'll uh, turn this on. Uh, and then I'll just like sort of veg out until she gets home. And it's a goddamn delight. Now, uh, of previous David Attenborough docs, you'll probably, if you watch them uh, religiously like I do, uh, you will notice a, a trend uh, of more often including notes of we need to stop fucking up this globe we need to uh, be more uh, cognizant i guess you would say of uh what we're doing uh like how we're destroying the earth basically yeah let's not sugarcoat it uh this one takes it even further i think but uh, here's my one sort of note on that uh i suppose they have to do this just so you're not watching a 100% depressing uh, show. But uh, they'll give you the sort of doom and gloom of how we're, um, you know, all, like all species that are, are going extinct and, and all the pollution and such. You know, this is, a, this is not a new thing. This is something that we as humans have done to the earth. So you, you know about it. Anyway, so they'll talk about that and you'll, they'll make you feel bad. But... And I almost, on one hand, wish they didn't. They'll give examples of how uh, nature has sort of bounced back from things we've done. Now, that, although it's true, uh, there, there's areas where we've sort of made sanctuaries and uh, uh, once uh, species that were once near extinction have come back. That, that does happen. Uh, it's much, 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 much more happening in the reverse where we're, well, just those studies where there's like hundreds of, uh, species doomed to be extinct by like 2021, 2020, something like that. Um, it's almost as it gives you a little false hope. Uh, and, uh, I feel like someone watching this would be like, oh, okay, well, I guess we're okay then. <laughs> Whereas the only way... I think that people will change their ways is probably through fear. Uh, so when you have the little lighthearted thing at the end, just, uh, you know, we're doing some good. Uh, it, it sort of takes away from that, that fear that might bring about change, although nothing will. <laughs> wow. Good doom and gloomy there. Yeah. Uh, basically we're fucked, uh, is, is my theory. Uh, one of the reasons that Mrs. and I, well, one of my reasons, we have many reasons, uh, we, we decided to go the no children route. Uh, first of all, that's one of the best things you can do for the environment is not put more humans on the globe. Uh, but secondly, uh, th the fact that uh, someone born today, when you're listening to this, when they're, you know, 20, 30 years old, what is this earth going to look like? It's not going to be good. Uh, so basically, do you want to put your children through whatever the world's going to look like 20, 30 years down the road? Uh, 
yeah, I don't want to be there, probably. Uh, probably none of us do, uh, assuming we make it that far. What the hell is happening? Maybe it's The Hangover. Not the movie, but the actual one that I am experiencing right now. <sighs> uh, anyways, uh, let's look at the <laughs> episodes, I guess. Uh, episodes. Episode guide. Uh, one planet, frozen worlds. Yeah, so uh, we we definitely got some uh, uh, penguins, of course. Man, I love those penguins. Jungles, it's a fun one. Coastal seas, from deserts to glasslands. Those ones are kind of boring. The high seas, freshwater, and lastly, forests. Which uh, I'm actually saving that one for today. Forests. So thank you. Oh, uh, four to five. Okay, so as you heard at the top of the show, I don't actually have a book, so I'm going to try to f get my timer to where it should be. Eh. Let's assume I'm close. Okay, so, uh, yeah, I, I think I might have fixed the timer. Anyways, today's Game Gabin sponsor is Devil's Due Vodka. That's D-E-W, Devil's Due Vodka. Thank you for that sponsorship. Okay, I uh, just wanted to throw in a quick one off the top. Uh, I replayed uh, Borderlands 2. Yeah, uh, Borderlands 3 just came out. Uh, I'll probably get it at some point, uh, although there's the fact that it's not on Steam uh, is if it was on Steam, I would have bought it already. Let me just put it that way. The fact that it's not, uh, but I think is coming, is sort of holding me back a little bit. I will freely admit uh, that may piss some people off, but you know, it's just the, the the idea of having all my games in one place is appealing to someone with a brain such as I have. <laughs> the the freakishly to a probably not always healthy degree of organization means that having all my games in one place is important to me. So suck it. Oh wow. The the most aggressive and depressing episode I've ever done. Congratulations. Which will fit in nicely with our talk here of Baldur's Gate colon descent into avernus ah yes uh the most recent uh announcement from the good people over and dungeon good people over at dungeons and dragons wizard of the coast the, the good folks over there uh th their their next release is going to be called something Baldur's gate descent into avernus yeah so uh uh i i think it's a level 5 to 15 or level 1 to 15 adventure uh if you're unfamiliar with what the hell i'm talking about uh if you play D, &D uh, there's official and unofficial and totally made up at home uh adventures that you can go on uh this is one of the official uh that is just about to be released and uh, the reason i wanted to talk about it here i don't know if i would necessarily play it because i do uh homebrew campaigns not so much uh, uh, ones that are officially made by the good people over at Wizards. But this one uh, looks so cool that uh, I, I would uh, potentially buy it just for idea stealing, um, but maybe play it as well because uh, I can't really think of one that is like this. Basically, you are traveling into a, 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 a let's just say hell for the sake of argument. That's not, uh, I guess, technically what it is. Uh, is it the Nine Hells? Or areas, different planes um, that are hellish is perhaps more accurate. Uh, looks so good. Uh, 
they they put uh, on the D and D Beyond uh, uh, YouTube page a series of eight different videos, just breaking down some of the the little tidbits of uh, what's going to happen here. So we've got uh, just the introduction. Uh, we've got. Uh, Demons and Devils, yeah. So that was something that I thought would make uh, something you, I would definitely steal for uh, my own campaign. In fact, I think I have to some degree in some things, uh, is the idea of Demons and Devils. So Demons, uh, and I like the way they sort of break this down. Demons will just, they'll see you and they'll kill you, <laughs> period. Uh, the, the, they're insane, they're evil, and they're, they're out for blood. Whereas Devils... Um, it's unlikely they would actually do that because they don't want your death. They want your soul mm. in, in some ways, even darker, right? Uh, so they want to make a, de they want to make a deal with you. They want you to work for them. They want, uh, some sort of, uh, uh something in place where they come out on top over you, uh, that sort of idea, uh, still evil. Yes. But, uh, just in a different kind of way, a lawyer versus a, uh, 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 Jason Voorhees, <laughs> let's say. Uh, so, so that's kind of a cool idea. Uh, a campaign in which you have a, made a, a, a deal with a devil and you're trying to get out of it, that sort of idea is, is a cool thing. Uh, we've got fiends, uh, all, all sorts of good stuff. Uh, can't wait to check that out down the road, I think, I hope. Today's internet intercourse sponsor is because it was his mother. Thank you for that sponsorship. Okay, uh, first we have the If I Were You and Hey Riddle Riddle podcast crossover. Yes, I love a podcast crossover. Uh, not for the reason, or not just, I should say, for the reason that uh, uh, it's good, solid entertainment. It is, but also because it, it quite often, it, it's, it's a usual occurrence, uh, which emphasizes the fact that podcasters as a sort of general rule seem to get along with one another, uh, and have all come to the realization that it is not a, uh, they don't have to fight amongst one another. And one of the best ways you can grow your audience is to go on other people's podcasts and have other people go on your podcast. It's that sort of something I've been saying since the very beginning of this podcast, uh, a term that I don't know if I coined, but I've been saying it for many, many years, a uh, nerdy cross pollination is how I like to describe it. Uh, it's something I've never done. And, <laughs> uh, also I have very few listeners. So coincidence uh, if I were you with host Jake and Amir, uh, I watched, uh, watched, listened to since the beginning, a great show. It's an advice podcast. Uh, Jake and Amir, you may rec recall from, uh, Jake and Amir, <laughs> those videos from way back in the day, college humor days. Yes, those are good. Uh, there's actually, uh, just on that note to give you a little tip there, something I'm going to do, maybe when I'm done Game of Thrones, actually, uh, some genius on YouTube has created a playlist of every single Jake and Amir, and there's, I think, seven, eight hundred of them. They're, you know, little 
one to three minute some odd videos so they're, they're quick but still uh genius whoever did that I'll, I'll definitely once i get going into that i'll bring it back here and i'll let you know who did it and throw out a thanks for that uh anyways so they had on their uh show uh the good people over at hey riddle riddle uh we've got adol refi oh shit you know what professional also professional who's not hung over and fade and fast would have the names of the other people which i do not uh hey riddle riddle is a podcast i recently added to my list of things to listen to uh what it is is uh they will have riddles oh, yeah hey that's the title um they'll read them they'll try to solve them uh so it's three people one will bring the riddle the other two will try to solve um and then it's not just that as well because that could be boring it could be just the sounds of people trying to think <laughs> which is not necessarily good pod uh they'll also do like a, a, a role play uh skit <laughs> that sounds bad when you say that they'll do a little skit uh, uh, uh revolving around whatever the riddle is that sort of thing and it is hilarious ah so there you go there's the hilarious cherry on top so recommend hate riddle riddle and if i were you all right, uh, next, moving on to Star Talk mm -hmm, with Mr. Neil deGrasse Tyson as host. Uh, he had on guest Jeff Goldblum. So, of course, I have to talk about it because of my love of Jeff Goldblum. My deep, deep man love for Jeff Goldblum. And anything he has done and anything he does, I will always uh, search it out. Uh, one that I like to bring up that um, probably not. Uh, great many people have seen uh he did a gq uh video jeff goldblum that is um where it was just like gq came to his house and he was just jeff goldblum all day and they filmed it that's <laughs> what it felt like so so check that out uh so this episode uh they as with star Trek, uh delved delved into a whole bunch of uh space type stuff uh which which was fun and cool uh it was a lot of uh, uh paleontology kind of stuff as well so uh, with jeff's uh, uh role in jurassic park so that was the sort of logic there uh good up recommend uh moving on to the kitchen gadget test show uh, uh this one i did write down her name esther esther Choi. how do you say esther eat esther esther <laughs> yeah oh god <laughs> esther Choi. uh so um uh, this is also on the same network as uh the burger show and uh is it first we feast i think it might be on first we feast anyways so she'll review kitchen gadgets and i do like a good kitchen gadget uh the the, the episode that i just watched she did three or four different uh, microwave gadgets like things that uh will let you cook things in microwave that normally you wouldn't cook in a microwave like one was rice uh one was uh like a grilled cheese grilled in a microwave uh one was steak <laughs> steak in a microwave that one did not come out well uh one thing i was curious about uh i think there's microwaves where you can put metal in them i know that sounds crazy and don't test yours <laughs> you have to know before you do it but i'm pretty sure there is or at the very least there must be because she was putting metal things uh in the microwave and then like heating them up and then putting whatever on it the grilled cheese or the meat and then putting it back and cooking it in it uh, i i guess to get that initial heat into the metal before you start uh, cooking on it so interesting 
Oh, folks, we made it by the skin of our teeth, I will say. Uh, it's nice to be nice to the nice. This is the end of the show. A sincere thank you for listening. Time to plug some things and I do not mean. But. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow Jordan underscore Maywood on Twitter. You can subscribe and comment on iTunes. Lastly, if you would like to contact the podcast, you can email. Jordan.Maywood at gmail.com I would like to conclude that I am not a robot and that I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Nah, something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine The best is yet to come Live long and prosper